D A M. Damn. Damn! This is not a swear, it's just the first letter of our names put together. Hi guys, so today is a very sad day because this is the final recording of our last podcast. Yes, we know, very, very, very sad. But for our final podcast, we're going to be doing a recap of the final chapters of Jean Valjean, an interview with Marius and Cassette, some comments from you guys, a group debate with some other podcasters. And since there's no more predictions since we finished the book, we are going to be replacing it with some final thoughts. So basically, to start it off, Jean Valjean's running with Cassette away from Javel, right? And he jump over this big wall. And next thing you know, he's in a nun school. And the gardener comes out and, like, is coming towards him. Turns out it's Father Fauchelebon, the guy who Jean Valjean saved his life. So basically, Father Fauchelebon gives up his spot as gardener to Jean Valjean. And then Cassette's on her way to becoming a nun. And Jean's like, I can't let my adopted daughter become a nun. So basically, he goes, skirt, and, like, runs away. Uh, well, actually, they kind of left because they both, like, Cassette and Jean, they both, like, they didn't want Cassette to be a uh, nun. And then Cassette meets this quote-unquote handsome man named Marius. But then there are also some university kids, um, like, um, boys that are older but like still pretty young from an adult's perspective and then they disagree with the kings and they are tri- they are tired of being treated like slaves so they decide to protest right and then they make this huge barricade and yeah so does anyone have anything to say about that or so yeah they basically neither are gonna get slaughtered because let's be honest a bunch mm-hmm. of university kids against the french army yeah, yeah they're basically gonna die yeah, because, you know, some, the French army has, like, they're kind of superior to the university kids because they have some weapons that the university kids don't. So, basically, they have the upper hand. So, then the French army decided to send in a spy, and the spy was none other than Javel. So, Javel gets caught, like, almost immediately, and they're, good, they're planning to kill him once the barricade falls. Jean Valjean is like, when the barricade falls, I will kill him. So the leader of the barricade is like, why not? So when they when it falls, instead of actually killing Javel, he just shoots a gun in the air and then lets him go free. And um, So after the barricade falls, Marius gets hurt, and Jean Valjean rushes over to save him. And he picks his unconscious body up, puts him over his big, strong man shoulders, and goes into the sewer through a manhole. And then he keeps walking through this disgusting, steepy, gross sewer until he comes to the edge with a gate. And the gate, it's too strong to pull apart, but there's a lock on the end. And next thing you know, a man enters and unlocks the lock and comes in. And guess who it is? Monsieur Thenardier. So since Marius 
is married just to Cassette, Jean Valjean decided to come clean to Marius. And um, so pretty much Jean Valjean one day just went out and told him, like, how he's a thief. But he didn't say all the good things he did. He just said all the bad things. And he asked Marius, would it be all right if he could still see Cosette? And Marius said only for, uh, well, first he said no. And then Jean Valjean was like, please. So he could only see him for like an hour, like a day, I guess. Yeah, and that really killed Jean Valjean the inside. Because this one thing that meant everything to him was slowly fading away from him. And one day he writes them a letter. And then, yeah, he goes into his bed. And Cassette and Marius show up, and all he needed to do was see was see Cassette one more time. He just closed his eyes, and Fontaine came and got him, and they went up to heaven. Yeah, but um, he was really old, but in the book it says that he died from a broken heart. So that might be the reason because of Cassette and everything else. Fortunately, um, all of the members are here. None of us are missing this time. And for this segment, we are going to be interviewing Cassette and Marius. So how are you guys doing? Great. Great. I'm doing very swell. So is it okay if, you got, if we ask you some questions? Sure. Uh, that, that would be very swell. Okay. Okay, Mitchell, start us off, please. Um, do you feel guilty for not letting Jean Valjean see Cassette? Uh, well, no, because Jean Valjean has been a convict for 19 years, and I don't feel that he is safe around my household and around my wife. Do you know why he was uh, in jail for 19 years? I do not. Oh, okay, then. Okay, but Cassette, what was your perspective on it? What, what, what did you think that um, your husband wouldn't let you see your father figure in your life anymore? I was mad. Why were you mad? <laughs> because it's not his decision. But, Cassette, here's the thing. Don't you think that, from your husband's perspective, that it's his job to practically take care of you? Yes, I understand that, but he is my father, and he should have took my opinion into consideration. You are making me look like the bad guy. We're leaving! Okay, uh, <laughs> Marius, just wait a little bit. Um... But don't you think you should at least give Jean Valjean some credit because there was a point where he could have left you for dead, but instead he carried you through a sewer and everything. So don't you think you should take that into consideration? How would you know that? I was unconscious. How would I know that? Who, who knew that it was Jean Valjean, huh? We're leaving. Come with me, Cassette. No. some call-ins. So, yeah. Hello. Hello, sir. What is your question or comment? I'm just really sad right now because I just finished the Jean Valjean novel and it is so sad. What made you like cry? I'm, like, I'm eating feelings right now. I'm eating all my feelings right now. I have so much bosses and pizza and everything. It's just, I'm, I can't deal with stuff right now. I'm just really sad. What was your favorite part of the book? Favorite part of the book? Probably when 
Jean Valjean and Cassette finally felt comfortable with each other because that just symbolizes so much kindness and purity. <laughs> that just, it just makes me so sad that Jean Valjean died at the end of the novel. <sighs> okay, well, I hope you can get over your feelings. This is all the time we have for you today, so see you. Okay, okay Never. Uh, can I, is it okay if I can call you on your next podcast? Sadly, this is our last podcast. What? No way. No. I'm just gonna. I'm crying now. I'm crying more now. Oh my god, this is so sad. I'm so 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 sad. Okay, bye. I love you guys. You guys are the best podcasters ever, especially Austin because he's lit and everything. But okay, bye. Okay, bye. And now is our last call in ever covering the Jean Valjean novel. Hello. Yes, sir. What is your question or comment? What? Excuse me? I am a lady. My name is Ma'am. I go as Ma'am, and that's it. No, sir. I. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you just said that. I'm sorry that's all on me. I need to fix the way I talk to people over the phone. That's yeah, on that me. is on you. That is on you. I'm just so mad right now. What? I Why are you mad? I'm mad because... There's been so many years since the first novel, Jean Valjean, was released, and there's not even a sequel. It's such a good book, and there's not even a sequel. Like, that just makes me so, so, makes me so mad right now. So, if they did make a sequel, what would the book be about? I would think that it would be about Cassette's perspective on everything that's happened, and what happens um, after, you know, Jean Valjean has died and everything, and how Cassette takes it. So, yeah, there better be a sequel. I'm just hoping that there is a sequel because. <sighs> okay, well, thank you. Hi, and today we have a special collab with three groups. I'm Bridget Duncan. I'm Caden Dupont. And we're from the 1833 Prisoner Times podcast. I'm Deshaun Angelina Kitu. I'm Austin DeMolanta. And I'm Mitchell Irvin. And we're. Damn! Damn! I'm Brianna Lynch. And I'm Georgia Montgomery. And we're from the Golden Book Podcast. (laughs) So today, basically, we're just going to be doing a group debate, boys versus girls, um, whether Jean Valjean should have been sent to heaven or hell. I feel like we're at a disadvantage because there's more boys than girls, though. Uh, no. It's just just based off of your opinion, but okay. Let's let's start off. Okay, boys, what do you think? Heaven or hell? We believe that Jean Valjean should have went to hell. And why? Can't because just because he committed <laughs> a crime, <laughs> and, and just because he did something wrong, he still committed a crime, and he still deserved to go to prison. Yeah, this guy's like a professional robber at this point, taking money from little kids, robbing bakeries. Like, this guy knows it all. <laughs> still from one kid. Yeah. One. And one bakery. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's not you, the serial. He got identity theft. Um... He did one. multiple wrong things, and he still decided... Multiple wrong things? He did, wow! <laughs> he did do Ran multiple away from wrong the things. Cost. Haven't you done multiple wrong things, Austin? Okay, and explain why he deserved to go to heaven. Well, because even though he's done so much bad things, he's covered up with all the good things he Yeah, did. he's made up... That's not his how life works. Examples? That's not, that's not how life works. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Like when he saved Cassette. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah. But so, in your daily life, if you commit a crime, but then you escape jail, are you gonna um, make it up by saving someone? No, you're not. Well, that's you, how, and you could. That's how community like, yeah, you could. No, that makes exactly. Oh, so you admit that I'm okay. right. That makes you a hero, but that doesn't make you a criminal. I mean, that does. Oh uh, yeah, you you're right. It doesn't that, make you a criminal. No, it does make you a criminal. If you think about it, he kind of did community service because you know, like when you go to jail and they're just like, oh, you want to get out. Did early the judge decide the community service? There was no community service in the 1800s. Let me tell you. Can I make an example? No, but relating it to this day and age. Exactly. There was a judge. There was a judge, but they didn't actually give him the sentence because Jean Valjean um, ran away away and he didn't actually come up and forward saying, I'm Jean Valjean. He was um, letting that guy, what's his name again, Champ, um, pretend like he was Jean Valjean. No, but then he went up there and said, yeah, Jean Valjean, then he walked out. Yeah. And then he went to prison. No, he didn't. So he ended up. Yeah, he did. He broke out. He broke out. And then he broke out and he was in the... He tried to break out of prison. He went to go and save someone, and then he fell into the water. Yeah, robbery. We got yeah, burglary. We got identity theft. But hasn't he served his time? He I mean, he was in there for nineteen years. He tried to break out of prison. You know how guilty he felt from all of what? Ain't nobody. So you can feel guilty, and you still did something wrong. Yeah, but he's like. Okay, but don't you think that nineteen years in prison plus the extra six months, and then the guilt? Do you think that would have been enough to? No, no, this no. guy this guy is going straight to hell when he dies. No, I that would like have been have enough for the crimes yes. that he did before that, but after... You think 19 years is enough 19, for stealing bread and not trying after to... After the 19 years? Prison. After the 19 of years... How many? After the 19 and years... 19 of years? After the 19 <laughs> years, he continued to um, do multiple crimes, so... Okay, but God doesn't look at the bad things he does. He looks at the good things. Is God the judge? Yeah, it yes. can't tell him that he's a judge. God's the judge. God's not the but judge in this situation because we're talking about heaven or hell. And God is literally the judge. <laughs> is he the judge when freaking Jean Valjean is alive? No, he isn't. But when he dies, yeah, we're and we're debating whether, whether he's going to heaven or hell or not. Well, no, he deserves to go to hell. So. But well, God is making the decision. Well, yeah, think about the good somebody. side of all he's done and not the bad. I listen to There's if, more if good. If you kill somebody, but then you save another person, right? Are you forgiven for killing somebody? Oh. No. I think but that's a no, different situation. If that's you ask for God's forgiveness, we're not looking about, like, crimes right now. We're looking at God and what would God do and what when is he thinking. When did he ask for forgiveness? When he went to the bishops. Yeah, after he went to, you remember you know, when he, he was, like, he crying at so, a window so or whatever? So many he stole That's another one. He stole from the and bishop. Then, and then well, God bought his him. soul. So, if anything, yeah, that, that just proves that he's going to heaven. God bought his soul. <laughs> <laughs> but he's condoned for the sins. Yeah, well, he's... Okay. He's, he's technically done. <laughs> you guys know we're right. We're not talking about no. the law. We're talking about heaven. And you know we're right. He's done multiple good things and bad things, but what do you think will win in this situation? I feel like the bad. The good. The good, the good outweighs the bad. The bad. Right always okay, he gave a girl a chance at a good life. Okay. She's married. Okay, and? She's that out. One girl out of the whole town. One girl. It's not like he killed everyone to save that girl. He broke out of prison to save that girl. It didn't hurt anyone else. Exactly. Well, we don't know that. Maybe the other prisoners... Oh, my... Kaden, you can't go off on... Well, what if this happened? What if this... No, we're looking at facts. Yeah, that is a fact. In prisons, when you try to break out, the other prisoners get punished. Okay, try to think about your perspective, like what God would see. God would see the good, and then he was trying to do good and... 
safe yeah, people. Yeah, condone for ourselves yeah. what he's done. God would see that he's a good person. Mitchell, tell him. Tell him. <laughs> Well, oh, you need Mitchell, Mitchell to back you up now? What? You We're can't think of enough good points group, on your own. This is a group debate. You're your own group. We're our own group. Yeah, but you need Mitchell to back up yeah, for you? Well, give you some it's points. called a group debate for a reason. Okay, Mitchell, come on. So, uh, what? Come on, spill the tea. Just because you say sorry and you do something to make up for the wrongs doesn't mean you're always forgiven. So exactly. what? But by God you are. God forgives you. How do you know that? Are you best friends with God? <laughs> <laughs> I am. Hey, We're taking out the garbage, and this boy decides to lock the bottom door to our apartment. So we end up getting locked out. So my mom was really mad at him. Yeah, we saw. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I'm up. telling a story, Austin. Hurry Can up, then. Oh. Anyways. Anyways, but my mom ended up forgiving him, and he's condoned for a sense because he was sad. He was on the brink of crying, okay? And Wait, I'm over here laughing. Like, 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 yeah. <laughs> Everyone cried. No, but at the same time, but he was so guilty. He didn't want candy. He was that guilty. Oh, and okay? Jean Valjean was also guilty. Yeah, but he, but everyone forget. Well, yeah, people Jean forgave Jean him. Didn't want candy either. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I think, I think God would forgive him. And he would see that he was a better man. Yeah, God forgives everyone as long as you want forgiveness. God can forgive him, but maybe God won't send him to heaven. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You if be, you're forgiven, okay, oh, I forgive you, but you, you're you're still going to hell. I'm no, you're going to hell. Goodbye. Forgive, but you never forget. If I forgave you, would I still want to okay, be friends with you? But does, if you did something but really does God bad. abide by the law? Okay, does he care if you God broke parole? Is the law. Yeah, God <laughs> is the law. Okay, he doesn't care if you didn't show your passport. <laughs> got sent to the middle place, you know? Purgatory. Purgatory. Oh, purgatory. Purgatory. Oh, purgatory. purgatory. We're not side. starting with the purgatory thing. No, no. Purgatory, no, purgatory doesn't exist. Let's no. place it right now. You want know, to show the good hell. place? No, maybe. Or that one girl went to the middle place? That would be weird. Okay, maybe a... No, never mind. I'm not, I'm not going to say Wait, no. no. Okay. We're not we're gonna start with purgatory. It's heaven or hell. Pick a side. I mean, how? You think they're right. You see, even Austin here knows that we're right. We've proved our point, and we are right. And we know we're right. You could be right, but we could be right, too. I don't think you are, though. We don't think you are, The original Les Miserables was told by a priest telling to his congregation. 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 This doesn't even matter. The only thing, the only thing that would a priest tell about, oh, going to hell, exactly. exactly. The priest that told the story originally would be telling the people at his church that God does forgive. Exactly. And even though you've done so much bad stuff, you can't get forgiven for what you've done. Exactly. My guy, oh, your we have a point there. We have a point there, don't we? <laughs> oh dear, are you coming over to our side? Oh, it's right? not switched. Oh, he's switching. No, he's switching. I still have to agree, disagree with you there. Unless you can prove Okay, Kaden, why? You can't just say I disagree and not have any points to back up your argument. Point. Here's the thing. I want you to imagine here. My guy, Jean Valjean, right? Not your guy. He's, he's like committing highway robberies and identity theft. He committed one highway robbery, not plural, one. We, how do we know? Like we didn't hear about others. Oh my! Can, again, you cannot go on. Well, you know this might have happened that we it just didn't see. In the book. We have. We are basing this off of what we read in the book and what we know. Anyways, my point is, when you commit all that crime, God doesn't just see the good in you. He looks at your entire life, right? 
But if you ask for forgiveness, God does. Remember the priest, that. Father Ron, he said the only sin that God can't forgive is thinking that not even God can save you. When did John directly tell ask God for forgiveness himself? When, when he cried in front of in front of that window. Yeah, when he went to the bishop's house oh, and he cried in front of the window. Basically the starting of the book. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you know how much happened after so in that? So in his crimes later in the book, he never he never asked for forgiveness. Have you realized that? You don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know we're going to be like you guys. Yeah, we're going to be like you guys. We don't want this happen. We're yeah. going to do the same thing like you guys. Every day. Basing it off of the book. I was going to say that. Like, we know he went to heaven. Like, no, he it's obvious he went to hell. Like, just open your eyes and look at the point. Okay, there's literally no reason why he would have gone to hell. No, he would have not gone to hell at all. Okay, guys, you guys, guys. Okay, let's just agree to disagree and then end. Okay, fine, fine. I guess that's the thesis. The thesis. Okay, but since it's up to you guys, please vote on Dam's Twitter account. D-A-M underscore podcast, one, two, three. D-A-M is capitalized. And, yeah, so... You want to get some coffee later? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, them. big goodbye Men. from... If you can call them that. The Golden Book. 1833 Prisoner Times Podcast. Damn! Damn! Okay, bye, everyone. Bye. So, um, again, sadly, this is our final podcast. So instead of doing some predictions, we decided to do some final thoughts about the book, some opinions, and yeah, and everything else. So Deshaun, why don't you start us off? I feel like this is very inspiring because it showed a man that like was in jail and he changed. Like instead of always thinking, how could I steal it? He always gave to the poor. Like when he stole that coin for, from the little kid, he felt so bad. So you'd always give it to some random kid that you saw. So instead of doing the wrong in the situation, he decided to do the right in the situation. And it shows As he grew that. Up. And it shows that you can change. Okay. Cool. Oh, um, I think it's a really good book, and it'll probably go down as one of the best books ever written. And yeah, basically, it's really OG, and it just it has a good storyline, great character development, great characters, and yeah. What about you, Austin? Um, the book was great, I'm not gonna lie, and it's definitely gonna be going down as one of the best books in history. But I think the reason why I'm saying this is because my expectations were set, like, really high. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I did get bored, kind of, but that's just my opinion. It was a really good book, but just as a person that doesn't read books as often anymore. As a child, I did read a lot of books, but as I grew up, I continued to um, just drift away from books, but I think that's just a, pers a perspective about a person that just doesn't read books anymore, but it was a really good book. To be honest, I have the opposite opinion. I was always on my toes because I like like um, books and movies and like mm -hmm. TV shows about crime, and it shows that he was always on the run from some sort of crime yeah. and running from his inner demons trying to steal. So yeah, that's my final thought. Yeah. I watch a lot of documentaries about crime, but I think I would prefer to watch the musical version of Jean Valjean, um, aka Les Miserables. Les Miserables. <laughs> Les Miserables. Les Miserables. But 
I'm just a movie person, not a book person. Like, if I could choose to either read the book or watch the movie, I would watch the movie. Um, for my final thoughts, I thought it was pretty... Like, you didn't know what was going to happen next in, like, oh, each yeah. chapter. You're, a surprise. Yeah, you're always like, what's going to happen? Because there's so many pathways, like, the book could have gone. Like, you know? Okay, so I think for the final thing about this segment, we should rate the book on a scale of 1 to 10. So, Mitchell, uh, you can start us off. I'm going to go with a solid 8.7 out of 10. Okay, can you explain why? Because... It's one of the best books in history, amazing storyline, but I don't know how I said I like this book, but it's not like I would read it on my own time. I was like, it's not for you. No, it is, but I wouldn't read it on my own time, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Sean? Uh, I'm going to rate like an 8, just because, like, it was very good, but like, it, like, some of the parts in the books, it didn't seem really realistic, you know, like, sometimes it felt like that everything was going his way. Oh, I see. But also, sometimes it would, like, switch. Okay. So I'm going to rate this a 7.5 out of 10. Um, it was a good book, but just like Mitchell, I wouldn't read it. Just not for you? Yeah, it's not for me. It's not the type of book I would read, you know? Um, I like comics. I would rather read comics. Like, I think I would rather um, see, like, actual, like... Visual, Pictures, visual things visual. instead of just a page full of words. So, yeah, I guess that's So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. It's been an amazing journey through our free podcast. I'd like to thank all our listeners, our teacher, Mr. LeBlanc. Everyone has been featured in our podcast, everyone who's called in. So, yeah, one last thing before we go. Add our Twitter, D-A-M underscore podcast, one, two, three. And see you later. Damn! D. A. M. Damn! This is not a swear, it's just the first letter of our names put together.